0: How do I know if I'm possessed? What if monkeys are just baby Bigfoot hiding in plain sight? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This 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 Paranormal Paranormal Life! Yo! Welcome back to This Paranormal Life, the weekly comedy podcast where every time we investigate a different paranormal case... <clears throat> a different paranormal tale claim wow beast. first
1: turtle tripped up there bud
0: hey that was uh, the this is kind start. of a team
1: effort so, so i don't know
0: why you're calling me out here on the on the podcast it
1: just doesn't set a good precedent does it for the rest of the episode if you well, can't even, if you can't even pr- pronounce your goddamn words because that's what podcasts
0: are words right well you know we edit this thing so i easily could have uh just taken that out but shit all
1: right don't don't take that out make sure actually i might i might take this edit if that's okay with you And I'm going to add a bunch of stuff. I'm going to add a bunch of mistakes from old episodes.
0: Really? Yeah, that's That's right. unbelievably petty. Also, this is a joint venture in the sense that it doesn't make you look good for there to be a ton of mistakes. You know what? F*** it. You blew your shot. I'm hosting this week's episode. On today's episode, we're uh, we're going to be investigating unbelievably apparent- rocky I can't believe you're the big to call me out when you, you're not able to explain a sentence all right, the light the spotlights are on me now it a, turns out we're in a pitch black room
1: it, it turns out it's actually pretty hard to host this thing yeah when everyone, when everyone's you, listening to me we have done it 75 times to me, uh, today we're gonna be investigating oh no I didn't think I was gonna get this far I haven't prepped anything what do you mean? Um, Bigfoot have we done him yet? yeah it was the first
0: episode Fuck.
1: We're going back <laughs> I actually think we forgot a bunch of to mention a bunch of stuff. You don't so have any go, you're you're uh, recline,
0: you're sitting back in your seat as if you're some kind of joy writer. I, I don't know where you're gonna get notes from for this episode. You know what I actually you know, buddy, I'll let I'll let you take this one. That's really kind of I'll you. I'll let you take this one. I'm sorry. This is Roy Parr's across from me. My name's Kit Grimmulvana. Together we are the most decorated paranormal investigators in this universe. And every week we dissect a different paranormal tale. I think we've up enough at the top of the podcast. We'll just dive right into today's investigation. First off, thank you so much to Tracy for sending this one in. Roy. I'm very excited for today's investigation uh, because it takes us to a medieval castle. All right. When we started this paranormal life, I really thought we'd be investigating a lot more uh, spooky castles. So we finally get to investigate one on the cast, except I, I do concede that it's it's a weird castle. It's not like what you would expect from a castle. Okay. For one thing, right off the bat, it's in Ohio.
1: What? Oh, wow. Yeah, definitely wasn't expecting that.
0: This is significant because Ohio didn't really have a medieval period. In fact, the whole of the United States didn't really have a medieval period. But being in Ohio doesn't stop this place from being one of the most active paranormal locations on earth today. It's said that every night ghosts haunt the corridors and whoever happens to be visiting. There are dozens of eyewitness testimonies, so without further ado, let's dive right in. All right. Like any true medieval castle, it was built by a king. Someone with great power, great wealth, and with many followers who wanted to build something that would last forever. That man's name was Harry D. Andrews, a Boy Scout troop leader from Ohio. But whilst he may have been a Boy Scout leader, he was also a knight. Back in World War I, Harry D. was storming battlefields in Europe, probably on horseback, probably with a sword and full suit of armor. Right. Because Harry was so honorable and so chivalrous, uh, he became a war hero. The story goes that in one battle he single-handedly saved a bunch of allies, and that, crucially, one of these grateful men came from a noble and well-connected family in England. Nice! Which meant that when the war was over, Harry D was shown some uh, British hospitality and was knighted. Now, a quick disclaimer, whilst this is a fascinating recounting of how Harry D became a knight, I should say that there is absolutely no record of that ever happening. Okay. Um, I don't think that's even how knights work. And yet, arise Sir Harry D. So back in Ohio, now a veteran and a f***ing knight. What's he gonna do? Move into a one-bed flat and work a desk job? You kidding me? A knight needs a goddamn castle. Now normally, if you want to build a castle, a king's gotta give you some land to build it on. But the problem is, there's no king in America other than The King, a.k.a. Elvis, or The Burger King. But thankfully, Harry had been a long-time subscriber to The Cincinnati Inquirer. And it's so... This is mental. It so happened that if you subscribed to The Cincinnati Inquirer for a full year, apparently you got a piece of land. What? Uh, is it yeah.
1: like one of those magazines where you get like a piece of every issue and then by the end you, you're you like oh it's it's a farm <laughs> like you, you get it by the end you're like oh cool hey I subscribed to the Jackie Chan comic book issues just so I could get all of the talismans all the
0: talismans so I'm not here to judge I remember issue one dragon talisman yeah they started strong they started strong down the line Rangian. it was kind of like they're not going to start chicken. off yeah they're not going to start off with rat talisman or something <laughs> yeah. they would sell no copies this is absurd though this was I'll come clean. This was the 1920s. The only explanation I can think of why they did this is because it was right before the Great Depression in 1929.
1: They didn't know what sadness
0: was. <laughs> and I'm, guess, just giving I'm shit guessing away. that this caused the Depression. <laughs> Promotions like this. They were giving away f- property in magazines. And so over the years, Harry saved up enough of these promotional plots of land to have an actual full area to build his castle on in a quiet part of greater Cincinnati, way outside the city. They say Rome wasn't built in a day, and the same goes for castles. It was gonna be a long road to build what Harry had in mind. He said when he set out in this mission, the castle will be an expression and reminder of the simple strength and rugged grandeur of the mighty men who lived when knighthood was in flower. It was their knightly zeal for honor, valor, and manly purity, that lifted mankind out of the moral midnight of the Dark Ages and started it towards a gray dawn of human hope.
1: All right, I think I speak for for most of the audience uh, at the minute uh, when I ask, what the f*** is going on?
0: I I'm, what is happening telling, right now I'm telling you this story of one of the most haunted locations on planet Earth Rory I feel like maybe we went into this
1: room to podcast and in the process of setting up I might have slipped and cracked my head on a coffee table and this is what I'm experiencing a boy scout
0: built a castle in Ohio. After saving the life of a nobleman in World War I? You look at my glass, I'm just drinking a thick purple liquid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what you got to understand, Rory, is that nothing's real, man. Did I mention that he didn't have a goddamn penny? Why is he building a castle then? Day one, he goes down to the nearest river, picks up a couple rocks from the waterbed, and brings them back to the plot of land, puts them on top of each other, and uh-oh, he started the first steps towards building a castle.
1: That's not the first steps. The first steps are blueprints, planning permissions. It's not going to gangsta f- pebbles to the river. from a,
0: a stream. Listen, a castle of a million bricks starts with one f***ing river pebble. So Harry pretty quickly used up all the rocks in the river, which was kind of a dick move. So he eventually resorted to pouring cement into an empty milk carton to make uh, a brick. And he did this over and over, thousands and thousands of times. And 50 years later- 50 years it took him? He had a castle. Rory, you ready to feast your eyes? Yeah. Check this out.
1: This is insanely more impressive than I thought it was gonna be.
0: (laughs) Well, it started with river pebbles, turned out pretty neat. I mean, this is a...
1: It's a full castle.
0: Yeah, it, there's no f***ing about going on here. It's a yeah. castle.
1: Wow. This thing is huge, guys. We've even got, like, your stereotypical... I'm not sure. My, my castle lingo is maybe a little off. Sure. Spires. Is that something yeah. that's like... It's like spires, yeah. turrets. Yeah, where, yeah where, you, turrets. where
0: your archers shoot ar- arrows Those,
1: through. Yeah, the little windows that mm-hmm. they have on, on castles, which is weird because... I mean, those were by design so you could fire a bow and arrow out of a window. There is literally no reason for him to have these tiny well, windows. Well, yeah, I
0: wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I haven't heard the rest of the story But yet. this
1: is really impressive, especially for a plot of land you got free with a magazine. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's even complete with some kind of cool Legend of Zelda-style gardens around it where you could probably hide from guards in the maze. Sadly, though, Rory... As soon as this thing was completed, the problems began. In fact, the years that Harry lived in the castle were arguably the hardest of his life, except the First World War thing. Despite the literal point of a castle being to keep people out, Somehow, people kept breaking in, wrecking the place, and stealing his stuff. When he first opened the castle, he would run tours of the place, even show people around, leaving out a donation box where people could throw in a couple bucks to keep the place going. But after people kept simply robbing the donations box, Harry had to get rid of the box and buy a gun uh, to protect himself and the oh castle. My God. The place was so unsafe that he even started sleeping next to the gun, just in case anyone broke into his room. Yet, in a twist that no one could have predicted, they broke in and beat up Harry D. with his own gun. Who are these people? I've never been to Ohio, but (laughs) the story isn't making it look good.
1: Yeah, I mean, nothing's gonna make you feel less like a king than the peasants of the land breaking into your castle and beating the shit out of
0: you while you sleep. And as if Harry's luck couldn't get any worse, On one day in 1981, he was burning trash on the roof of his castle like he always did, when, unfortunately, his trousers caught fire. And whilst he needed to get the trousers off uh, to protect himself from the fire, he also needed to get the loaded revolver that was in his pocket out of his pocket before he unloaded several bullets into his foot. So scrambling for the revolver, throwing it away, and then getting his burning trousers off Um, By the time he was safe, he was very badly burned. And sadly, at the hospital later, he died due to complications in his treatment. Gee, he died from that?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I was going to say, you cannot be the guy in the woods who built his own castle, standing (laughs) on the roof with no trousers on and a bunch of Boy Scouts. That is a bad look. I don't care how far you throw that gun. That is is not... You can't do that.
0: So, what do you do when you're a king with no royal family to leave all your treasures to? Thankfully, Harry had created a kind of round table situation over the years. You see, the Boy Scouts that Harry worked with over the decades now volunteered at the castle, keeping it running, doing restoration and upkeep, running events. And they came to be known as the Knights of the Golden Trail. That's pretty cool. So when Harry passed, he left everything to the Knights. I guess he didn't have any family or anything, so it just went to the Boy Scouts basically. Fair enough. But one of the first things the Knights noticed when they took over running the place was that Harry didn't seem to have gone anywhere. Pretty much immediately, they started seeing a shadowy figure walking the castle corridors late at night. They would hear sounds from all around the place, stuff that wasn't there just a few weeks previous. But of course, how could they know it was Harry? How didn't they know it was someone else? The nights worked out that this ghost became particularly active right as something was about to go wrong, almost like a warning. For example, on one occasion, they heard doors opening and slamming upstairs. So a couple of the guys who were there that night, they ran upstairs to find out what was going on. They couldn't hear anything. They head back downstairs. They hear the banging upstairs again. Jesus Christ, where is this coming from? They follow it to the bathroom. They open the bathroom door, but nothing. Nothing out of the ordinary. So they head back downstairs again. The bathroom door swinging open and shut yet again. One of the knights is like, God damn it, we need to lock that door. What the hell is going on up there? And the other one puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, Wait, brother, what if it's Harry? He's trying to tell us something. Something's not right up there. So they head back up to the bathroom and they just tear the place apart. They're looking everywhere until they find, in the plumbing, one of the tanks. It's busted and it's about to overflow and flood the whole goddamn floor. And he sends us a little signal to keep the place running. Which is kind of interesting because we've had definitely poltergeists, definitely ghosts in the past in investigations. Who maybe are harbingers or omens of bad things happening? Yeah, but never a ghost that's like, "Hey, you need to do the dishes," or like, "Hey, the lawn needs mowing."
1: Keeping the boys in check. Yeah. yeah, like I think we had, I think we had the Mothman turn up before Chernobyl.
0: Which is right. like, that's a very different kind of warning. Which, by the way, apparently too late in the game. Because way I, too late. I watched the docuseries. It all happened. Oh, yeah. It looked like he just came to watch, which is pretty pretty
1: twisted. Well, it's like the brightest l- lamp possible, right? So <laughs> he's just drawn to it.
0: He want sick bastard, wanted the thing to go up in flames.
1: Um, yeah, this is really weird. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of weird things going on. I don't know why a bunch of Boy Scouts are being allowed to live in a castle by themselves. I yeah, you know,
0: it was, well, I was going to say it's the 20s. It took 50 f-ing years, so the Boy Scouts are probably, like, 65. You, but it is, like, the 70s at this stage, I think. It took him 50 years to build the castle, and as soon as he's done, he lit his own
1: ass on fire and died immediately, leaving his fortune to a bunch of boys who don't seem like they're taking very good care of the place.
0: But yeah, in this case, it was like Harry was keeping things going from beyond the grave. So maybe it's true. Maybe old Harry likes to hang out at the castle to this day. Well, thankfully, he's not alone. He's got company. That's right. There are actually more paranormal entities in this castle, some even more ancient than bony old Harry D. If you stay overnight in the castle today, if you get lucky, it said that you might see the terrifying sight of a viking warrior walking the corridors with a cape.
1: Where's he come from? And a
0: huge sword.
1: Where's he come from? <laughs> Which seems this like This isn't even a real castle. How are he built it? <laughs> what do you mean you saw you said yourself it was a real castle? Well, it looks like a real castle, but that doesn't mean it's it
0: once inhabited an old viking lord. It may be slightly unbelievable. in greater cincinnati area which sure was only probably built in like the 1800s that there's a viking uh, an ancient viking
1: unless harry is throwing ghost parties where the afterlife specters are just all all allowed to come and party every night that's i guess the only logical
0: explanation paranormal vips exactly yeah like that vikings flying in a private jet so whilst it seems bizarre, the thing is, Harry wasn't just a war hero and a knight. He was actually a lifetime medieval enthusiast. So he had an extensive sword collection. And one of these was a genuine Viking blade that was used in battle. Ah! I'm going to show you the, the sword room here. It's pretty cool. So Harry had been collecting swords from all around the world. And as you can see, there's some rusty pieces there in his... Uh, showroom.
1: Guys, this is badass. This is a circular room where there is a, a series of chairs all lined up around the curved wall, and above every chair there is a very large ancient-looking sword um in in glass casing which looks like it would represent whoever is sitting in the chair beneath it
0: Mm. very unnecessarily cool i'm starting to doubt the whole thing about harry not having any money
1: yeah because a lot of these swords look expensive as hell
0: i'm starting to think the boy scouts association of america need to check their accounts for the years 1929 (laughs) through 1970 because uh One of their Boy Scout leaders claims to have no cash, yet built a castle and collects uh, medieval artifacts, like he's Indiana Jones. But the theory is that the soul of this Viking, maybe he was defeated in battle, has been captured into the sword and is contained there to this day, where, in the castle in Ohio, it breaks free at night and wanders halls hey i like that i think
1: that sounds like a cool hypothesis
0: i don't think we've so much come across that one before the idea of a personal item of the deceased yeah uh, holding their soul do you think there's any credence to that
1: i mean we've talked a lot about stone theory before stone
0: memory (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) very recently in fact
1: it was yeah where, where basically any traumatic experiences uh can be basically recorded into stone right which is how you get haunted houses uh, and that sort of thing. We've covered haunted cars, yep. haunted dolls, haunted boxes, cursed heads, but very rarely have we kind of come across an, a personal item that has some sort of mm. sentimental value to someone where they would be trapped uh, in some capacity in that item.
0: Yeah. It does make me think that that if the emotion is captured in the item and then that is doomed to be bore out every single night by that spirit, having... The personal item of a Viking warrior seems kind of dangerous. Uh, whereas I think it could be awesome if you had, say, the personal possession of, say, some legendary pizza chef. Right. Where every night you, you come down in the morning and you wake up to a bunch of freshly made pizzas. But then
1: would you eat him? Are you eating him?
0: Oh, that could be a problem. Yeah,
1: that could be a real problem. You'd be so bummed if you died and it was like your soul got because Because I don't have a sword, you know? I don't have anything cool to get encased in. What would (laughs) yours... Some AirPods or something? I don't know. (laughs) I should buy more swords off eBay.
0: It would be so annoying if you kept it above your bed at all times. And then, like, you die in a port loo and your soul gets trapped in the (laughs) toilet roll that you last used. The
1: one time I don't bring my... katana
0: is to like reading
1: festival and i'm like well i guess i'll just be without it for a second and i just die in a toilet (laughs) my soul's trapped (laughs) shit imagine how upset you would be if if uh to get a cool soul capsule you uh you bought like this ancient japanese katana off ebay and you like unbox it that day and then (laughs) when you're about to go to sleep all you hear is Oh, You're like, there's already a soul in the sword. It's like it's an ancient Japanese warrior, and you're like, what the hell, man? Yeah, bro,
0: sword's taken, bro. Get your own sword. That
1: wasn't in the description. They said free, free soul vessel. It's like, well, there's there's, maybe I could squeeze you in like the handle or something.
0: It's like, oh, god damn it! It's kind of like a studio apartment situation here. There's not really room for two. I like my private space. Yeah, it's like I I do uh, require most of the space
1: in here as I am a feudal Japanese lord. Also, there's like six more dudes in here
0: already. What? <laughs> yeah, we actually bought the sword as well. Um, <laughs> it's basically me, a feudal lord, and then a bunch of D&D nerds who just <laughs> like swords. It's kind of lame, actually. It sucks. (laughs) And as if the Viking ghost isn't enough, Harry D might even have seen a ghost himself at the castle while he was alive and kicking. He told some of the knights while he was alive that not far from the castle is a cave and that right outside the cave, a woman lived in a cabin. And apparently inside the cave, she used to make moonshine. Oh, this is getting weird. Until one day... Why is he telling this to a bunch of boys? Harry heard a massive explosion, (laughs) ran outside to see the cabin in pieces, and inside the cave, the um, presumably tiny remains of this woman who tragically died in a moonshine explosion. Why would he tell this
1: to children?
0: why well, I didn't want to know this And ever since they, they need to know They need to know where the moonshine lady came from No they don't Because why, why is the moonshine even a part of this conversation Because to this day The moonshine lady That's right Stalks the corridors of the castle Right okay Because she can't haunt her cabin It's blown to smithereens in the moonshine incident <laughs> These poor boys man The f***ed up thing is I'm pretty sure this is like Still like I know I say the, the Boy Scouts were grown men. Sure, the initial ones were. But I think it still is used as a site for, like, Boy Scout training and, like, right. outdoor activities and stuff like that. Left
1: to the organization of Boy Scouts. licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient,
0: flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot. And whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit
1: BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com Paranormal Life.
0: So, Rory, you might think that, that the story of Harry's castle in Ohio, um, the, the paranormal stories end, begin and end with the ghost of Harry, his Viking friend and the moonshine lady. But Tracy, who emailed this story into us, brought something highly, highly disturbing to my attention about this case. Something that may blow the case wide open. You may notice that I've been quite coy about the precise location of where this is. I said kind of outside Cincinnati somewhere. You've been vague about a lot of details. The location. I've been incredibly specific about most of this. And that's because the town that this is closest to, nay, the area that this is closest to, is Loveland, Ohio. Okay. This is the same location as The Loveland Frog. Of course. The Loveland Frogman. Which I believe we covered in maybe episode two. Very, very early on. We're going
1: old school.
0: Not only that, the river that Harry took the stones from to build his castle is the same river where the Loveland Frogman was first spotted. What? Really? Tracy said it herself in the email. Isn't it a little suspicious that this castle just popped out of nowhere? That this... Old man, Harry, just built it out of pebbles? Is it not more likely, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that this castle was built by the frogman, built and maintained using paranormal froggy stones from this f- f- verified frogman river? All right, I think it's about time to wrap this up. No, I'm I think it's about to get started.
1: I've let this go on for quite long enough. It was... B- it, this story was
0: barely even paranormal <laughs> right up until what this point. What are you talking about? There have been <laughs> countless ghost sightings. It's the same sight as the goddamn Loveland Frogman. So at one point, you think people broke into the castle and beat up a frog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Harry's a frog man. I'm saying that Harry was in cahoots with the frog man. Right, you think they were working together. That he sold his soul to the frog man or something along those lines. Is that lines. what they
1: want? Is that even what they want? I thought they smelt like almonds
0: and had a magic wand. They are magic. I don't know what they want. But I'm just saying, isn't it weird that he built a castle by himself in the middle of nowhere? Yeah,
1: but he seems like an absolute weirdo. So it doesn't seem like the strangest thing.
0: Do you think he really burned himself alive on, to- on that roof? Or do you think there was a goddamn frog standing there with a Zippo and a revolver pointed at him?
1: So not even magic? The frog didn't even use magic. You could have said he used a,
0: a f- fire spell It had or to look like an accident. Don't you understand? These frogs, they know how it all works. They know oh how the system is rigged. It's a froggy frog world out there, all right. Listen, that initial frogman drew too much attention to the frog community. They needed to pawn it off in some old bat from the first world war.
1: Oh my god. Okay, okay.
0: Okay, I'm sensing that you might that you're on the verge.
1: jesus We won an award for this podcast
0: <laughs> once. What is happening? And we'll do it again once the <laughs> once the ladies and gentlemen of the committee hear this evidence. I'm not gonna lie to you, Rory. This is where the rubber meets the road. I'm out of evidence. Oh, the rubber meets the
1: toad, you could say. Hey, <laughs> yes. you say you're out of evidence. <laughs> what? You, before I, <laughs> before I made that joke, <laughs> you said you're out of. You really snuck it like under the rug. Nah, 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 nah. no okay. way. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a ton more evidence. More? If you want evidence, there's a ton more. There's, there's a lot sure. of evidence where that came from. Just let me Google. Just quickly Google some.
1: If that it, I don't if. If you're done, it's. I'd rather you tell me than try no, and no. make up stuff on hey, the spot. Hey, I'm not done. <clears throat> As if that wasn't enough. Get get a load of, get a load of this. Don't just Google frog. Don't, I said don't just Google frog. frog
0: Google frog. I, Boy Scouts. There's n- I'm getting nothing. I gotta be honest.
1: <laughs>
0: you're, you're getting nothing from Googling the word frog? <laughs> I'm at, how, is Google broken? How is this possible? Zero results? Let uh, me see. Hold on. Your your iPads
1: not even turned on. It the battery it hasn't even been turned on this whole time.
0: I uh what I, have you been looking at? I I have an active imagination. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm desperate to win this award, man. We need it. We need it badly. All right. You've seen the numbers yourself. We need the we need They're the award going down. Yeah, They're going down. I tried and I tried and Christ Tracy sent in a bunch of suggestions, but they were all piss takes. There's no evidence to any of them. So with uh, five minutes to go to recording, you're like, "Hey, bro, you ready to record?" What am I gonna say that I can't pull an episode out of my ass at the last minute? You could have said that. No, we, sh- we got other email suggestions. By the way, I checked some of the
1: suggestions that Tracy had. One of them is just unredacted documents that have been leaked from Roswell about the actual UFO crash. Old news. We've <laughs> covered it many
0: a time. Old news. It just came out on WikiLeaks. It's the date says two days ago. Listen, I sped read that, aka read the first and last line, which were uh oh, both redacted, and it was a snooze fest. (laughs) The
1: second word is greys.
0: Yeah, why didn't you?
1: You didn't stick around for that. Probably
0: the color of the suits, the MIB's (laughs) goddamn clothes. I only care about one color: green (laughs) for money and frogs. What makes this world go round, baby? (laughs) All right, look so some of it might be made up but the core of the story is blindingly true so rory i presented a lot of evidence to you today i've shown you countless pictures of a castle uh and we have to come down to the conclusion as to whether what happened at the loveland castle is paranormal or not what are you saying all right to know for me this week jesus um, christ yeah you didn't thanks for even, listening guys you didn't even discuss
1: it uh, for a you- second <laughs> I think the less I discuss about this case, the better for
0: both of us. No, listen, you have to you have to give this a fair trial, and and come up with w- just one good thing to say about this. Just one good thing to say about this investigation. Uh one good thing. Um, he was short. You f- was- froggy bastard! All I'm right, going to set you fire to just- your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he died, wasn't it? Ass first. You don't even know the facts about your own story. Listen, I am being <laughs> persecuted
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> like a frog for <laughs> crimes i didn't commit it's
0: gonna be a no from me this week me this jesus this story just croaked all right all right all right. just shut up then if you're if you're if you're not gonna say anything positive then okay let's just get it, over that's the not how the, it that's not how this podcast nah, do you know what yeah fine it's none of none us real yeah you're right it's a big waste of time
1: all right should we do um should we do shout outs then
0: all right, shout out to Tracy. Thanks for nothing. I guess we uh, couldn't exactly so convince rude. Rory, who who should have been on side. Uh, I thought he's my friend, rude. but uh, thank
1: you, Tracy, thank- for the the email suggestion. I'm sorry about what just happened. I'm sorry about uh, this week's podcast. I'm sure your suggestion was great. Uh, unfortunately, we uh, we got a little sidetracked. Um, and sidetracked with some unbelievable freestyling off the dome. Okay, that's not what this podcast is about, though. This it's 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 called this paranormal life, where every week we present a paranormal tale not freestyle a frog story off the top of our dick all right you got to come prepared with facts and logic and a little bit of science not too much because science is for nerds
0: well we can right? agree on that much
1: we can't agree on that much for sure
0: i, I gotta rein it back in okay so it, it's a it's a double no granted i may agree uh that we can't say this is definitively paranormal but hey if you will agree to this, the Loveland Castle, the Boy Scouts, the knights themselves, sure they let paranormal investigators stay overnight in the castle to conduct investigations. Will you go? Yeah. Okay. I'll go. All right. We'll investigate it in person. That's the next step uh, to, to getting a yes out of this. Thank you, Tracy, again, for sending that one in. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the investigation into the Loveland Castle If all that frog chat went over your head, you might want to go back and listen to the Loveland Frog episode, which, believe it or not, was more convincing than this episode.
1: And by the way, also concluded with a double no. Right. Before we even get into this story.
0: Fair. More than fair. Guys, if you can't get enough of this paranormal life and you want to support the show and you want us to make more episodes, I'll tell you. There's one great way to support the cast, and that is by hippity-hopping all over the way, frog-leaping all the way to iTunes and giving us um, a five-star review. Don't dare give us anything less than that. I know iTunes gives you the choice, but let me tell you, the guns to the back of your head. It's from us. You don't have a choice.
1: We need those stars, guys. All right? The night sky is barren. (laughs) The paranormal commune. We need
0: the stars. Give us a rating on iTunes is the best way to support This Paranormal Life other than patreon.com. As you know, we don't run advertisements on this podcast. Patreon.com is the way we directly run This Paranormal Life. From two bucks a month, you can get a shout out on the cast. Five bucks a month gets you access to a whole host of bonus episodes. Cha-ching! Going back a couple years now, there's a ton of them. Yeah. And if you wanna get yourself a unique This Paranormal Life commune uniform aka T-shirt, you can get it for just twenty bucks over on patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life. How how are people gonna know
1: that that your eyes are open? All right. You don't wear a tinfoil hat. That's weird. It's got negative connotations. Overdone. You don't wanna do it. You don't wanna you don't wanna have crazy eyes because it's hard to to do a lot of things, like get a bank loan. When you got crazy eyes. Sure. The subtle way to do it is to buy a This Paranormal Life commune t-shirt. So when anyone sees you, they go that guy's eyes are open that girl's eyes are open
0: yeah i will say i tried to get a pretty substantial bank loan to keep the commune afloat right? this week uh and they took you didn't one, wear the shirt did they, you yeah i did oh no they took one look and and actually they got they called security immediately so that makes sense i think there's a bad press i don't know who started it it was me i oh, was there really? the week before you went in. okay so yeah. a bad precedent was set
1: i made a pretty big scene okay and that was even before i asked Really? i thought i would just like assert my dominance i started stomping on people's desks and they, things got things got weird yeah. things got messy in a
0: bank they're not going to take that well yeah yeah they also have usually like glass and those things so you can't even get at the person so i don't know how you got back there.
1: it was tough yeah i actually um i said that i i uh, was there to like Uh, make a deposit and then when i slid the the parcel in between that tiny little slit glass i managed to grab the man's tie and pull it forward immediately i was floored by security it was it was pretty messy
0: that would explain the way they treated me which was um poorly
1: yeah negatively that makes sense because when i was being dragged out i said if you think this is bad my partners coming back in a couple days watch for this really? shirt because it's going to be the last shirt you uh, see
0: there was a wanted poster
1: yeah that makes sense there was a one i had lost the shirt at that point by the way i was completely naked
0: that would explain because the wanted poster. it was a very crude illustration of a naked uh, <laughs> rory Pars. uh I, I was bewildered by that honestly but i didn't i didn't stop to read it
1: the good news is that we don't need those loans no because we have the patreon because we have the commune supporting
0: us and at the end of every podcast, we like to take the time to shout out those who've supported us on Patreon. Let's do it right now. Let's go. A special thank you to John Miller. Oh, John Miller, the lawn killer? Oh, no. Oh, this guy's the worst. He just, I, this is what this guy does. He just runs around neighborhoods, right? Yeah. Just with a, a backpack full of salt. Uh, Why? Just salt in people's gardens. For any particular reason, just to kill just their garden, no that's reason, so just rude. With people just trolling, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: it's weird to not even have an agenda,
0: yeah, yeah. He actually, I think, now that you mentioned, I think he has a manifesto. I think he left a manifesto last time, okay. It was a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo. I didn't bother reading it, I just um called the police and got him arrested. Um, pretty smart move. So, uh, John, I'm never gonna read that thing. I don't know what your motives are, why you hate gardens so much, but yeah. um.
1: Hey, it's making him money somehow, and it's coming
0: back to us. (laughs) So, I don't
1: know. Maybe do it more? Whatever. Whatever's working out for you. Thanks also to Tucker Curran. If it isn't Tucker the Trucker. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. The long-distance trucker. He goes East Coast to West Coast. West Coast to Best Coast. Dragon halls all across the U.S. of A.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: he's living that trucker life, you know? Truck stops. Uh, truck shops. Truck... Cops? What? He's a cop? He's a cop, actually. He actually, um... He, he's one of the people that delivers cops to different parts of the world. <laughs>
0: They have to do that? I thought yeah. there would be cops just living in every place. No, because there's a lot
1: of places where cops don't really want to go. Oh. Like the dangerous places. Okay. So he's like, hey, yeah, how about a little field trip? Bring your badges and, and your he brings them from East Coast to West Coast? And then West Coast to Best Coast, I think I said. Which is, Best Coast is actually slang for the slums. Oh. It's pretty grim down there. So he just waits till he's there, opens the door, and pushes them out. Yeah. Uh, and then they just gotta be the law.
0: He takes a lot of fair weather cops from, you know, maybe the Bay Area, and he goes, Hey guys, it's pretty good up here, but you want to go to the best coast?
1: Yeah, not yet. They not hop yet. in.
0: They think there's going to be all ice creams and lollipops when they get there. I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh oh. It's Methville, USA. It is. He weirdly has to commit a crime to enforce justice. <laughs> Thanks also to Cristobal Martinez Garcia. Look deep into my Cristobal. Nice,
1: dude. Thank you. I can barely Garcia in there. Oh. That's right. Um your future is looking pretty dark, brother. Oh. Yeah, it's storm clouds. It's I didn't know crystal balls could even do this, but it's just a picture of a skull.
0: Wow. Which isn't pretty. Usually it's like Usually it's a lot more subtle than that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll be like, you know, a dark blue haze, mm. and can represent a bunch of things. Yours was just a a man getting hit by a car and then a skull popped up and kind of like GTA style just said wasted.
0: It was a gif. It was a (laughs) looping gif of your death.
1: So I guess just look out for look out when you're crossing the street. Just be
0: careful. Thanks also to Cameron Ferguson.
1: Cameron, if you're coming to the commune, would you be able to bring your camera Cameron? Because I think people should really be documenting uh, what's going on in here. You've seen Wild Wild Country on Netflix, the movie about that cult.
0: You should. Uh, don't Sorry. liken us to Wild Wild Country. It's not a good look.
1: I'm just saying that the crew did a pretty good job of documenting what was going on in that cult.
0: Yeah, they did. But we're not a so
1: cult. I, I, I didn't say that. So I didn't say that. I never I, said I don't that. I
0: not know why we need a movie crew. So I'm saying Cameron,
1: will... if Cameron did bring there Cameron we could document the commune pretty well that's I w- what I want just I w- like they did the cult in wild wild country
0: I will say that uh, whilst I don't agree that our cult needs filming hey, hey. that uh you wanna, I think... you
1: wanna take another swing at that one
0: nah <laughs> what people know what I mean we, we've said it a million times we're not a cult like we're, like a a we're, we're not a cult, cult. We're so not a cult. if I call us a cult it doesn't you mean know it. not to believe me it doesn't mean it Cameron but I do think that um, just like police having body cams is a good thing for social justice yeah I think they should probably be putting cams on us because we do some pretty bad shit when people aren't looking so don't
1: say that bad in the just, eyes just, of, just, just of, pre- of criminals sure because they hate justice and law and
0: human sacrifices I think we're digging ourselves into a bigger pit this is getting weird second, but Cameron just bring your camera just in. bring it and we'll maybe erase the tapes thanks also to Rob Lloyd Rob Lloyd, the mob droid. <laughs> this is a mafia robot. What? It's terrifying.
1: How did he get at, a Patreon account? At
0: least a at least a traditional mob leader eventually dies. Right. You know, there's always the hope when the violent mob leader dies, that maybe the next generation will be a little kinder, a little more gentle in their mob ways. Sure. But when Rob Lloyd is a droid that lives for thousands of years he never softens up the, the, he, well, he's made of metal he's, he rules with a literal iron fist <laughs> when he says he's gonna pump someone full of lead it means he's
1: gonna put his fist through their skull
0: so pretty scary guy glad to see we're on the receiving end of some yeah. some kind of hush money
1: this tin man doesn't have a heart all right? and he doesn't <laughs> want one either f*** the wizard these all sound like great um, like catchphrases for uh, a movie that's coming about, about a robotic mobster A rob mob this tin man doesn't have a heart (laughs) you're damn right he's a wise guy his brain chip contains every fact known to mankind thanks also to min Nguyen. all i do is min 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 no matter what he's got money on his mind and he's given it to us butts what that's right min supports us on patreon and while a lot of people do as well, everyone that we've shouted out... Sure. Min is the... I think the only one that really means us well. Really? A lot of people, I think, give us money to keep the show going so that eventually... We'll, we'll we'll cancel ourselves. We're basically, oh. basically giving us enough rope to hang ourselves.
0: Jesus, you think that's a pretty cynical view of like quite a lot of patrons?
1: Yeah, you should see my Twitter DMs. They get pretty. They get pretty grim. Oh, but not from men. Men's just sending me thumbs up emojis, doing like like little jokes, like I hope the show gets taken down. Like little jests, little pokes like okay, that. No,
0: that sounds like. He's the one who's wishing you ill. No, he, he he wouldn't. I think. Can I see the the message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, that dude. That's not a thumbs up. That's a that's a middle finger. What? No, yeah. look again. Oh. Yeah. No. He seems to be the the worst. Actually.
1: Uh, He's he he is like, he has made a lot of Facebook groups and stuff about taking down the show okay. and, and things like that. Well, that seems. But like I thought like it a, was like a goof. Yeah. I thought it was like a
0: gag. I don't I don't know why you would think that. You've never met men.
1: Yeah. Now I see about it the skull and
0: crossbones he keeps sending me yeah, i think that's illegal as a death threat
1: that's that is a death threat yeah i thought it was just like it's saying that he likes spooky things
0: it's a single emoji death threat
1: yeah i'm a bit sad now
0: thanks also to shanna phillips
1: shanna killips the ultimate assassin oh yeah i heard i heard that they once just flicked someone and they died what yeah that's how insane of a hitman they are
0: on some bruce lee shit
1: yeah no well the guy was pretty old at the time like he was on his he was on the way out as well he was like deathbed i think he was hooked up
0: to like a machine. deathbed yeah he was he was on his way out i hope they didn't get paid a lot for that hit because that's not a very (laughs) high difficulty hit
1: yeah it was pretty low tier yeah But one flick gone Lights out. Oh. And it doesn't matter how you do it or how close to death they were already. That's money in the bank. And that money is coming back to us.
0: We have a lot of nefarious people out there giving us
1: money. It's, we do. It's
0: honestly blood money. We it do. Is.
1: But hey, am I going to turn down money from an assassin? No. I don't really see not. any reason I don't why, why it, to no. do
0: that. Thanks also to
1: Sedgwick Lee. This girl's actually the opposite. She brought someone back to life
0: with a flake that is impossible absolutely no not way. sir There's anything no
1: is possible if you believe in the flick <laughs>
0: i've never what do you talk i've never heard of any of this before
1: it's an ancient art. Okay. all right if you, apparently if you study for long enough under the masters of the thumb you can learn to take or give life with a flick obviously some of our listeners have been training and I appreciate the effort that they've put in. I I only no, ask no that no they're kind to us.
0: There's no way this is real. Because otherwise, doctors would know how to do this. You want because to they uh, would give life test it, do you? No, please. I mean, even though I don't believe in that shit, keep your f***ing forefinger and test it. thumb away from me. I go to flick you and accidentally trip and hit the wall. The wall just explodes out from the sides. <laughs> Thanks also to John Foster. John Foster, the bomb buster. Uh... bomb buster? This is the kind of guy you need at the end of the Uh, Mission Impossible movie when you got to clip the wire with one second to go right John's the man it's a very unique skill not many people can do that yeah he just walks right up to that thing and flicks it
1: and the bomb just fucking explodes no it doesn't (laughs) taking the life of every man woman and child Uh, in the uh, building is he he dead (laughs) Uh, Is is he go with it the flick never takes the life of the flicker oh jeez you'd known that if you'd studied
0: the ancient texts thanks lastly but not leastly to matthew a.k.a math 2 that's right we got some uh good and evil yeah yeah, twins yeah. he here. was
1: actually mostly known for huh? what he did in the great finger wars he flicked no, many never been lives so such, never been any a such thing as finger wars he flicked his way to the goddamn are you
0: thinking talk? of a thumb war take just like a child a, a playground game
1: look if you want to if you want to take the romance out of it yeah it was a thumb war on okay. a playground
0: no one died so no one died but flick. definitely
1: definitely definitely egos were bruised
0: right well you said that the flick gives and takes life
1: yeah emotional life okay so well that's life. quite
0: different so yeah. I think we're done here that's fair thanks to everyone we've just shouted out and everyone who's shot out is yet to come thanks for being so patient Uh, We are getting to the shout out slowly but surely. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode about the Loveland Castle. We'll be back next week with, I'll say it now, two yeses. I don't know what it's going to be. Two yeses. F*** it, yeah. Two absolute yeses. See you next Tuesday. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.